So you're busy planning your wedding, but are you also planning your future? Are you and your partner on the same page when it comes to finances? Financial expert Doug Myers has been helping couples plan their financial futures for years, and now he is sharing his best guidance with all of us on this episode. You're listening to The Ring, The Bling, and All The Things podcast. I'm Christina Stubblefield, one of your hosts, along with my two good friends, Michael Gaddy and Sharon Rumsey. We are here to get you from down on one knee, down the aisle, and into happily ever after. Our informative episodes deliver valuable tips, trends, ideas, and advice covering everything from you saying yes to the I do's and all that happens in between and after. Now, let's get started with this episode. Mike and Sharon, I know we have talked about financial items in the past, but I'm really excited about our guest that's here with us today, Doug Myers. And I would consider Doug like a financial guru. I'm going to let him introduce himself. Doug, thank you for being with us. Would you share a little bit about yourself with our audience? Hi, thanks. Thanks, Christina. Yeah, um, I'm the CEO of Game Nights Incorporated. Um, also a author of two financial books and a retired financial advisor. And it's just nice for you to have me talk today. Sharon, do you want to kick this off? I know there's so much that we talk about in regards to budgets with wedding planning, but financial, when you're going into married life, is something that is going to set you up for your future. Sure. Mike, I, I'm a really good wedding planner, by the way. Nice to meet you. Um, but when my couples ask me advice about, I am a really good wedding planner. I don't know what I should know about financial things is what I'm saying. So when my couples ask me for wedding advice, I'm comfortable. But when they start asking me what they should do to prepare for life after their wedding, that's where I feel like I fail sometimes. So if a young couple came to you and said, what should we do to set ourselves up for financial success? What would be your top, I don't know, five tips? Wow, Sharon just comes out of the box with a great question, <laughs> right, Mike? She did. Well, I mean, it happens all the time. They think that since I can plan their wedding, I can plan their future, but I can't. <laughs> well, Doug, I know I'm sure you've got plenty of answers for that. So where do you want to start? You know, I think the first thing that you should start with is making sure that you and your partner are on the same page. Um, you know, everybody has great ideas, and it's not to say that one's wrong or one's right, um, but really it comes down to a couple making big decisions together, and uh, being on the same page makes that marriage so much stronger. Um, and some of the things that you have to really decide on is, you know, the wedding, the wedding is a very big expense. And um, a lot of people believe in just going at it and using credit cards to pay for it. Um, so my biggest thing for people that are getting married is don't get don't rush the marriage. Uh, you love each other already. Um, it's going to happen. But really plan and maybe budget and save the money so you can do it right. But don't go into that big financial uh, gap right at the beginning because it's just a uh, it's a big hole and we call it a money pit but it's it's a it's a credit card debt hole and 
a lot of couples get into it early. And the problem with that is a credit card problem is extremely difficult for even older adults to get out of. So two brand new people getting married, being young in their careers, the last thing they want to do is be fighting over the credit card because it's a huge hole to get into. Um, you also want to make sure that um, that you understand debt versus no debt. Um, a lot of a lot of people will have a, a conception that you got to use your money to make money, but there's also this thing called stress that goes with it. And uh, some people believe in racking up debt to uh, to do bigger things with, to to make better financial decisions with. But some people believe that they would rather try to go debt free and and not collect a lot of debt. So if if your partner sees it the opposite way uh, that you do, sometimes that can cause a lot of arguments, a lot of fighting, a lot of stress. And it's something that will carry with you uh, for a very long time. And it'll, it'll put a lot of strain on that marriage. Doug, um, if I could say something here, you had mentioned this sure. to me when we talked before um, recording this episode. Would you share about your analogy um, in regards to being on the same page? Yeah, you know, uh, a lot of people don't realize that being on the same page is, is such an important thing in your life. Uh, they they think about how attracted they are to the person, uh, what their religious beliefs are. I like to compare being on the same page financially is like being in the same page in the bedroom. If you're not on the same page in the bedroom, it, it's not good for your relationship. If you're not on the same page from a financial standpoint, it's not going to be good for your relationship either. So those things have to be taken very seriously because one of the number one reasons people get a divorce is because of finances. Wow. I mean, that's Sharon. We talk a lot about having a conversation about the budget with your wedding planning. And I, I hear some of the same sentiments in what he's saying about that communication piece. Absolutely. I, that's what I take from what he's saying is that communication is so important. And um, I know a lot of the couples that I've met with along the way, they don't talk about these things till after they're married. And it may be even till an issue comes up or yeah. a major event happens that they're forced to talk about it. So let me ask you, Doug, um, I mean, for a newly engaged couple that just got married. I mean, this is a crazy question, but what in a realistic life, what should me and my partner think about first? Purchasing a home, saving money, putting money back weekly. Where, where do I, where do they begin? Well, I, I think they begin before, before you get married. You don't want to start the race right on the I do's. Uh, you want to make sure that you're on on target with each other um, a, a long time, uh, months, maybe even years before you get married. A lot of engagements only last five or six months before they're married. Um, sometimes an engagement is supposed to be for a longer period of time, so you know what it's like. You should have that whole cycle, that full year before you you tie the knot. And and what what you do during that year is make sure that you agree on how money is going to be spent. Um, what, what is a good way to spend money and what is a horrible way to spend money? Um, 
you know, one might think, hey, I, I love going to the movies and it's very important to me. I like to go out and carry out dinner. Um, I don't like to cook. The other one might be thinking, hey, I like to cook and I like to stay home and I like to save money that way. And I really don't like movies. So I think that engagement period is really a period of time where you're testing to see what it's going to be like to be married. But during that time, you need to have a plan. You need to put a plan together. And don't be in a rush to, to go buy a house. Everybody's in a rush to get a house. Um, the better way to do that is try to find someplace for an affordable living, whether it be renting, whether it still be staying with mom and dad. I know mom and dads don't want to hear that, but you know you have to do what you have to do to save money. And during that time, really find out what what does the perfect house look like. You know, is it location? Um, what, what do you want the kitchen to look like? What do you want the halls to look like? What do you want the flooring to look like? Um, do you want brick exterior or not brick exterior? Do you, what's the backyard going to look like? So, you know, these are things that, that potential brides and grooms together can make it really fun and be like, okay, well, let's, let's look at what our vision is and make sure that our vision matches up. Um, because the last thing you want to do is rush into a home. And then you're not happy with that home and it becomes one of the worst decisions you've ever made. And most people, once they get into their first home, they think about what they want their second home to be like. So they're never really truly happy. They're always thinking about what's the next one going to look like. So what I would say is put a plan together, make sure you're spending money and the thing that spending money on the right things, make, making sure you're on the same page on what you're going to spend the money on, but also really digging into what what that house is going to look like and, and where it's going to be located at, because I, I think people rush into it. Those are really good points because you're building a life together. I mean, that's exactly what you're doing. I just feel like that, I'll be honest with you, my wife and I have been married for 30, almost 34 years. And, you know, when we got married, we did not... We did not think about saving money. We did not think about investing money or anything like that. And I'm trying to come out, I guess I'm trying to find an answer that for an engaged couple that's listening to this podcast, what should be the first thing we should do? Think about investing money or how do we go about doing that? Well, most most people at this stage in their lives don't have any money to save anyway. Uh, they're You're usually right. they're usually extremely tight, so they don't have a lot of investments. Um, the first thing that they should do, though, is figure out a way to start saving or later. Uh, they have the time value of money on their hands. Most people, most individuals don't start saving money until they're about 32 or 33 years old. Um, the average typical time frame for a retirement is about 30 to 35 years. And that's why that's why when you start at age 32, people start to talk about retiring from 62 to 67, because that's 30 to 35 years. If you start to think about this at 21, with 30 years, you're starting to think about retirement at 51. So the time value of money is very important because you got to let your money work for you. You can't work for your money your entire life. You got to you got to let the hard part go on the money that you save because it will work for you. It'll start to work hard for you. Um, and that's how people think that's how people can retire early. If they're really diligent in it, um, then uh, 
they can they can get in there really early and retire. But if they wait until their 30s, like most of us, you know, they're not going to retire until they're in their 60s or 70s. Yeah, you're exactly right. Because, I mean, I did not even think about it until I was 30 years old. And I would give so much. I mean, I would just <laughs> recommend for these Hindsight. younger people to think about this stuff early and not think, not wait till they're 30 or 35 years old like me. Because, I mean, I would just do so th- so much things so much different if, if I knew then what I know now. And that's yeah, why absolutely. I wanted to bring this topic up because if we start the conversation, even if people don't take action from listening to this episode, they've already at least a seed's been planted. You know, because so many of us would go back and do things a little different when we've already been through it. Yeah. Sure. I know one of the things that I hear come up a lot as I'm meeting with couples, and and I have two grown sons that are both married. Um, when you're when you get engaged, and and someone or both parties are coming into the relationship with debt, student loans is one I hear all the time. Um, do you feel like the debt should all be paid off before they get married? No, I, I mean, I think that would almost be impossible unless mom and dad want to pay it off. Um, I think really the marriage shouldn't be decided on on the finances as far as how much do we have to pay off before we get married. I think what has to the decision has to be made is, are we on the same page and do we have a plan in place? And as long as you have a, pay, a plan in place to pay that debt off and that debt might take it might take decades. It might take five years. It might take 10 years. It might take 15. But that's the same thing as when you buy a house. House typically takes 30 years to pay off. So I don't think that that should uh, defer a marriage just because you had the debt. I think what that should do is if you've got that debt, it's a bigger emergency to have a plan and sit down and really go through it and make sure you're not missing anything. And I think that's why Finding a good financial advisor that works with younger couples is very important because when you're trying to put that plan together by yourself, you're going to forget a lot of things. There's a lot of things you haven't experienced yet, and you're you're going to find out the hard way. Be like, oh, you mean I have to pay that huge vet bill because I have three dogs because I really wanted a dog? That's one of the things with newlyweds is they always want to have pets, and at that stage of life, you're very busy. You're new in your career. You're trying to develop yourself. You're working on your relationship. You're wanting to get a house. Your expenses are a lot higher than what sometimes what you're making. The last thing that you need is more pets, more food, more vet bills. Um, and then you always complain about, oh my gosh, I don't spend enough time with my pet. My pet's mad at me. Now you got stress that you're taking into your marriage too. Oh. That's an interesting take on that. I've Very. never thought about it like that. Pets are great as we get older, but you know, at the beginning, you've already got a lot of strikes against you because you're new in your career. And what Mike was talking about earlier was about saving money early. The one thing that that uh, young adults don't think about is things do happen to them. Uh, you know, there's changes in life. Um, jobs changing. You don't like what you do. So when you're working, you want to have a passion and you want to enjoy and love what you do. And sometimes that takes time to find that. And maybe that first job's not the right one for you. Maybe it's the fourth job 
but you just went through three changes and it put a crunch on your income. You only had one income person during that time. Maybe you get fired. Maybe you have uh, health issues. Maybe you just have bad luck. So having that savings and trying to get as debt free as possible is huge during that beginning because you don't know what changes are going to come your way. So when you, okay, a segue into this, Doug, one of the things that Mike had mentioned, and I was trying to think in my mind, what is one of the ways that you suggest people save money? Just as a general, I know it doesn't maybe apply to everyone, but do you encourage them to put X number of dollars or a percentage in the bank every month in a savings account? Just a starter point. As a starting point, I believe you should have a savings account that you just don't touch unless you have to for an emergency. But uh, according to your budget, you need to put it down as an expense. It's just an expense. It's uh, $100 a month or $200 a month or $50 a month. But at least you look at it as an expense. So you're always paying it and all you're doing is hiding it from yourself. Once you start to do that, you'll learn to save money. Hmm. Interesting. That's a good, I never had heard it say treat it as an expense. The main thing that I'm getting from everything that he's been saying though, and that's such good information, thank you so much, is that communication is key. Be honest about where you are before you get married. Um, I know that's one thing um, that I didn't do the first time I got married and, you know, was single for quite some time and then remarried and did it the second time is, you know, be honest and open with each other. What debts do you have? And like you said, make that game plan to take care of that. Um, but what I hear it all boiling down to is communication. And we that comes up so much in what we talk about with wedding planning and life in general. Communication is so critical. And hearing Doug talk about it, it is especially in financials. Yeah, think about think about setting down and going over a budget in very detailed every month until you get your get your hands on it completely. When you're doing that, you're going to learn things about your partner that maybe you didn't pay attention to. Boy, we sure do spend a lot of money eating out. Boy, we sure do spend a lot of money on shoes. Boy, we sure do spend a lot of money on alcohol. Where where is that coming from? Do we see a potential problem right here at the beginning? Uh, you know, Doug, I have to interject here. Don't forget yeah. about those coffee lovers out there. How yeah. much coffee money do lovers. you spend on coffee, Sharon? I mean, I'm not mentioning names. Yeah, all right, coffee Sharon. is all a right. huge. I mean, if you take those two glasses of Starbucks coffee and you add those up over time, invest that into a sound S&P 500 mutual fund, I bet you the numbers would be staggering after 10, 15, 20, 30 years. And I'm not just calling out Sharon. I, I have been as guilty of it, you know, oh, five dollars here, six dollars here. Coffee. You know, it's but like you just said, if you do that twice a week times fifty-two weeks in a year, that's wow. a lot. That's a, a lot. lot. It's six or seven dollars every time I go. I well, mean, and like you're mentioning eating out. I mean, let's be honest. That's our problem. I, I mean we eat out a lot. I mean it's because I think, we always have. Well, well and it, I think couples today are so busy that it's quicker and easier to eat out, but he's correct. It's a huge expense. Well, I'll share with you when um, Josh and I were dating, I ate out a lot. I, I'm not 
a really a cook. I can fix a mean breakfast. Now I can whip up some sausage and eggs. But Josh, on the other hand, cooks. He very rarely ate out. Very rarely. Maybe a special occasion. And that's just because he that's how, he was raised that way. They ate in a lot. Um, it wasn't, it was more of a treat to go out and eat. And he will say that that's one of the things when we were dating that was an adjustment or for us to find balance. All I had to do was start liking his cooking, which that wasn't <laughs> difficult. But in all honesty, what Doug mentioned when you're trying to figure out, you know, is it a really good fit? That is one thing when we talk about eating out. I think a lot of other people go through that. Well, you know, and just by having this podcast and and bringing the awareness of what Doug's talking about to our couples or to our brides, I mean, I think it's so important because I'll be honest with you, most younger people do not really think about what's the next day after the wedding. When she has her Cinderella moment mm-hmm. walking down the aisle and they're having their party. And then they go on their honeymoon. Then they go on their honeymoon and then they get back and then it's reality. Reality slaps them in the face, basically. And I and see sometimes. a lot of times with weddings, they get so entrenched and wound up in the wedding planning process that when I say, hey, we're starting to go over budget or we need to kind of reel some things in, they... They will say, eh, I want it. We'll just put it on a card. You know, we'll just, we'll deal with it. We'll pay for it now and deal with it later. I hear that a lot. And Doug, one of the things too that you will probably add in about credit cards is you're not actually paying that amount. You're you're actually end up paying quite a bit more for whatever it is you said yes to. It's a hole that you get into that you can't get out of. I mean, it just it becomes bigger and bigger and it compounds. Interest rates on credit cards are ridiculously high. They're anywhere between 12% all the way up to 28%. So, you know, you think about that type of uh, interest rate, you can't get out of a hole like that. So it's going to be something that stays with you for a really long time. And I'll tell you, the, the biggest problem that I've seen with newlyweds is they can't afford the house that they want right now, so they run out and they get new cars because new cars are a good supplement to just having that emotional cool down where they just want to have something together. They just want something together so bad they go out and they run and they get a car. But there's this thing called a new car blues and a new car blues means you get excited about it, but it only lasts for a month. After that month is over, then you get your first statement and you see how much money you owe and you know you're going to be paying on that for a really long time. So I would just advise newlyweds, don't go out and buy new cars for your first your first little transaction together. Really think about it because if your car's in, in good shape and it's still running, um, that's just like going out and eating and spending your money is going out and buying a new car. The one that you have is working so run it into the ground and save your money and try to focus on that house instead of focusing on a new car. Because once you get those two new cars, your house is going to be a lot worse than what you're wanting. You're going to have to end up getting a lot smaller house. Very good point. Wow. Doug, is there? I know you had some stuff. Did we cover the items that you thought were some of the most important? Oh, I think so. I think so. I mean, you know, People say don't, you know, don't go out and spend your money and and eat out. But 
I tell you, back in the 80s and the 90s, one of the things that we really did was we we played games in, in the kitchen. And when you sit down and play games and you can have people over and have fun with, with family and friends instead of going out and eating with them. And when you're playing games in the kitchen, guess what? You get to learn each other a lot better. You get more interaction with each other and you get to know your partner a lot better. Good and it doesn't cost it doesn't cost anything. Good advice too. Yeah, I think there's so many things that are not financial that in relate to food. You know, every celebration is, oh, we go out, you go out here. Oh, it's the weekend, we go out here. That's a whole nother conversation. But Doug, this has been really good with sharing sure. some of this first steps and you know, I'm sure that there's other things that we can add in down the road. I think Doug is an excellent source of information just Absolutely. with his background. Yes, very much. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, thanks Doug, thanks me, so much for anybody that wants to connect with you. Uh, we're going to put that information in the show notes. So we'll get that. And no matter where you're listening to this podcast or on our website, you can get access um to where you can connect with Doug. Thank you, Doug, for your time. We really appreciate it. And hey, um, hopefully we can uh, visit this conversation again here in the future. That sounds good to me. Thank you, Doug. Thank you. All right, thank you. For well, all of guys, our listeners, we appreciate you tuning in. We would love to hear your feedback or what your takeaways are from this episode. You can always go to our website and hit the contact button. Until next time, everyone, stay safe. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of The Ring, The Bling, and All The Things. If you liked what you heard, make sure to hit the subscribe or follow button on your favorite podcast platform to get notified of upcoming episodes. You can also visit our website, ringblingallthethings.com, where you can join our email list and get notifications about new episodes and other information. You can also follow us on your favorite social media platforms.